Welcome to this week's episode of the Christian Retirement Show. I am your host and CFP professional, Eric Shrum. And today I am talking about, you guessed it, retirement planning. But in particular, a question I find that many Christians face when it comes to saving money. And that question is this, is it sinful to save for retirement when the Bible tells us we should give? Let's get started and find out. Welcome to the Christian Retirement Show, where we discuss all things crucial to planning and investing for retirement from a Christian perspective. I'm your host and CFP professional, Eric Shrum. To learn more about working with me, you can visit shrumpw.com and click free portfolio review. Now, on to the show. All right. To answer this question, we are going to be getting a little help from one of the most well-known voices in Christianity and finances. That is Randy Alcorn. Now, if you're not familiar with Randy Alcorn, Alcorn has written a number of books on the subject of faith and money, including books titled Money, Possession, and Eternity, The Treasure Principle, and Managing God's Money. Managing God's money, by the way, is one that we've talked about on this podcast in the past and a book that influenced me heavily uh, in some ways that I really agree with and some that I don't agree with and disagree with Randy a little bit on, which is okay. And an Alcorn published an article addressing our question of, is it sinful to save for retirement titled, How Do We Balance What Scripture Says About Saving with the biblical commands to give generously. Now, I have a confession to make before we dive into the article, and that is, this is a question that I have struggled with for a long time and still struggle with from time to time, which I hope gives you some peace knowing that a CFP professional financial advisor struggles with that balance between saving and giving. Now, my personal internal struggle sounds a little bit like this. I want a nice house for my family to live in. I want to take my family on great expensive trips. I want to save enough for retirement so I don't have to worry about my finances when I'm old. But I also want to give, and the Bible tells us we should give. Sometimes it even tells people to give everything away. What's right? Is it wrong for me to focus so much on saving for retirement or wanting nice things? Now, if you sound anything like that, which is me, let's dive in together to Randy's wisdom and see what scripture tells us on the matter. All right. So the article, it starts off by saying uh, this, quote, there are two sides to the issue of savings. On the one hand, scripture tells us that the wise man anticipates future needs, while the foolish man spends and consumes all his resources with no thoughts for the future. In the house of the wise are stores of choice food and oil, but a foolish man devours all he has. Proverbs 21.20 Even ants store up provisions for the coming winter. 
Proverbs 6, 6 through 8. It's a short-sighted person who fails to store up provisions, money, food, or materials for upcoming times of predictable need. If you are planning to retire and have no other means of income, then it would be wise to make some plans for how and where you will live after retirement. So here we go. We, we just started this article off with, I think, some great wisdom. And, you know, our fears of that question, is it sinful to save for retirement when the Bible tells us so much to give? Uh, we actually get some great wisdom here. The Bible actually tells us that it's wise to save and it's foolish if we don't. And I even love this uh, line in Proverbs 6, quote, even the ants store up provisions for the coming winter. Uh, you know, Alcorn continues here by saying, quote, on the other hand, Jesus commended the poor widow of Mark 12 because she did something most of us would consider foolish. She gave her last two pennies to God, having no idea where tomorrow's provision would come from, except that it would come from her Lord. In 2 Corinthians, the Macedonian Christians gave beyond their means to the point of leaving themselves impoverished, and Paul commends them for it. So we also see here that Scripture tells us it's wrong to hoard our possessions, and it's good to give and be generous, even you know to the poor widow in Mark 12, uh, what we would deem foolish giving. So what we have here, what's on display between saving wisely for the future and giving generously is attention in scripture that is so often demonstrated. The Bible on one hand tells us to be generous, even extraordinary generous, but also to be wise and diligent and save for the future. So let's go a little bit deeper here and continue in the article and apply this directly to retirement, which is the topic we are discussing. Alcorn discusses this topic of retirement head on by saying, quote, for many people, their primary form of savings involves preparing for retirement. So true. But when it comes to the, quote, retirement dream, we must ask ourselves, whose dream is it? Is it God's dream or the American dream? Wow, a great question there. And maybe another podcast episode. Uh, considering one man's plans for retirement, I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry from Luke 12. We aren't told that this man from Luke 12 was dishonest or irreligious. His plans make sense by our standards, but in the verses that follow, God, God calls this man a fool. He tells him his life is over and asks, who will get what you have prepared for yourself? Jesus promises, this is how it will be with anyone who stores up things for himself, but is not rich toward God. That's also from Luke 12. Continuing, Alcorn says, the distinction between financial responsibility and financial foolishness is this. Saving becomes hoarding like this guy in Luke 12 when it is exercising our own sovereignty and financial independence so that God doesn't have to come through for us. James condemned the spirit of selfish stockpiling and indifference to a suffering world that had spread into the early church. James 5. And in Exodus 16, there is a graphic lesson against hoarding. And I really believe that Alcorn sums all this up really nicely with this sentence. Listen carefully. 
we must beware of any savings or retirement or insurance plan that becomes a God substitute. And this, that line, that summary line, we must beware of any savings or retirement slash insurance plan that becomes a God substitute is the key to being faithful to God's calling when it comes to our money and retirement. It's less about the amount of money we are saving for retirement or even giving away because giving can be a pride issue as well, but it's the posture of our heart that matters when it comes to money. If our retirement investments or insurance policies start to wean our heart off of looking to God as the provider, and we start viewing our investments in money as the thing we find our security in, then we know we are heading down the wrong road. And this is where I believe working candidly with a financial advisor who shares your beliefs it's such a wise thing, you know, whether it's, I know I understand I am a financial advisor who's a believer, but not just talking about me, anyone who's a strong believer, who's an advisor. I think that, that is so important for you as a believer wanting to be a wise steward with your money because a traditional advisor and no knock against them, right? But a traditional advisor who does not share our faith when you're investing for a retirement or in retirement will usually view your investments through the lens of more equals better. And an advisor who shares your faith can help you to, yes, maximize your return and help you make hopefully as much as possible with your investments but will also understand the importance of generosity in your life and keeping your heart depending on God. Remember, while money is not an evil thing in itself, it has a unique power that scripture tells us over and over to turn our hearts from depending on God to depending on it. So if we understand that saving, investing, planning for retirement is a good thing, and it's not something we need to be ashamed of, what's that line between wisely saving and being faithful and giving the way we should as believers? Alcorn in his article sums it up, and this will conclude our time with the article as well nicely, I think, here with this short paragraph. Saving can be wise, but is never a substitute for giving. If ever we don't feel we can save and give, by all means, we should give. Some people in scripture are rebuked for saving too much, but no one is ever rebuked for giving too much. Giving is at the heart of a walk with God. To give you a real world application on that section, you know, I tell clients to set rules around how much they feel led to give prayerfully through prayer, right? With you and your spouse and how much they feel lead to save. And the amount that they have determined to give is a fixed line item in their budget and should be the last thing they cut in hard times, if ever. Now, the saving line item is very important as well and should come before pleasure spending or most any other spending, but is not important enough to take precedence over giving. To sum the answer up to our overall show question of is saving for retirement sinful? The answer is no. It's actually a good, wise, and biblical thing to do. 
But if saving and investing interferes with our call to be generous givers and something we depend on more than God, then retirement has become an idol that we need to turn from and regain a healthy relationship with. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and please remember to check out our new website, ChristianRetirementPlanner.com, and head over to the podcast section to hear more episodes just like this. And we will talk to you next week. The content provided is for general information and educational purposes only and should not be considered a recommendation of any particular strategy, investment product, or investing advice of any kind. Content is not intended to be and should not be construed as legal or tax advice and or a legal opinion. Please consult a financial professional for your specific situation. Investing involves risks, including the loss of the entire principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views and opinions expressed here are of the author and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Strom Private Wealth Management, LLC. Investment advisory services offered through Strom Private Wealth Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.